ja, Sandwagen. Ah. 6.11 p.m. Driving back from Mandra. When you put it in reverse, it reverses. <coughs> All right. I don't think it says no exit up here. We're good. Um, just left-hand turn only. 6.12pm. Early May. So, pretty cold. Well, no, it's perfect, really. It really is perfect. Just in Mandra, been to see a show. A musical that a lot of my girl girlfriends are in. And, yeah, so just going to drive back home. 40-minute drive. Not going to see a whole lot because it's night time, but it's always nice to have a chat. Engine and drive line are running well, as usual. Nothing new to report there apart from that intake gasket. The intake manifold gasket. That does need to be replaced. Shit, that heat is really effective. Turn that down a bit. There we go. Yeah, it's always good to pop into town for a bit of entertainment. Been really busy trying to get this car ready for Dad's 60th, which is in eight weeks. So that's a trip up north. Uh, North-east. So we, we like going out there where not many other people go. And should be a perfect time of year for it. Oh, excuse me. Oh. It's been a very long week. I'm hearing a bit of wind noise that I wouldn't usually hear. So I'm just doing a bit of homework on that at the moment. Bear with me. Okay. <laughs> it's just the airflow of the of the interior fan. <laughs> the certain setting I've got it on. <laughs> oh, never mind. Green lights all the way. Heading out of town. A lot of people in a hurry at this time of night. Just going to wait. Uh, a couple of minutes until I get further out onto the main roads because there's a lot of concentration required on the residential streets. So the latest thing, I've had the wheels balanced and aligned and I forgot to tell them not to put weights on the on the inside of the wheel the the rim of the wheel if they put the standard uh, clip-on style weights on there the weights poke out a little bit and there's not a lot of clearance as it is 
between the 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 outer rim or well, the no the the inside rim of the wheel and there's not much clearance between the inside rim and the uh, rack end, uh, not the rack ends, the tie rod ends. And the rubber boot that goes around the ball joint on the tie rod ends, these wheel weights clip it every time the wheel goes around and it's chewed away at the rubbers. Now look, you could just be a classic Karen and go back and be like, look what you did. Uh, but I'm not about that either way. I know exactly where to get where to get these things, and I can do it quicker than they can. So I'll I'll get some new rubber boots. I'll put the rubber boots on, and I'll take those clip-on wheel weights off. Take it back to them and be like, uh, could you rebalance the front ones and put those glue-on plate-style weights on the flat part of the inside of the wheel? Now, I'm not sure how much clearance I've got. I think it's very close between the wheel and the metal plate guard of the brake disc. So we'll see how we go with that, but kind of got to fix that. So, um, list of things to do in the next eight weeks. Oh, it's a huge list. Okay, first off, I have to get the whole 12-volt system wired up and done so I can take a fridge in this thing. Look, if it was just me, I wouldn't take a fridge because I can I can live pretty minimally on dried foods and stuff for a long time, and we're only going for a week or two. So that doesn't bother me, but there's going to be someone else in, in the car with me. Um, and the point is, look, you want a 12-volt system not just to run a fridge but to be able to charge your stuff. It's either 240 or it's 24 volt. Um, we'll do a whole separate podcast and video series on this 12 volt system that we're doing. It's it's not the most simple 12 volt system, but it is the most efficient for this kind of vehicle. So, yeah, we've got that to do. Uh, I don't need to get the sound system done, but it would be nice, and that is pretty easy. But I, I, I want to get the hard stuff done first. I would like to get the tow bar back on just because it adds more weight in the rear and helps it ride a bit nicer because at the moment you feel every bump. And I mean, like, I've taken hard blokes for a ride in this and they've complained about the suspension like they're a bunch of... Uh, turns into the story of the princess and the pea. Um, so there's that. Uh, what else needs doing? Yep, uh, the intake manifold leak has to be done. Now, at the moment, it's just leaking oil that gets recirculated. So, yeah, while I'm there, I might as well fit that catch can. I've got the catch can. It's a flash lube catch can. I just need to fit it up. I was hesitant because, you know, you do so much reading. I had heard... Well, I had read that uh, it said that oil vapour going through the intake of these old girls is a good thing because it's direct injection and you need something to lubricate the back of the valves. But I have heard it from 
more trustworthy sources since that they said, no, there's no need for oil to be going through the intake at all. So, catch can. And we'll do a video on that. We'll do a podcast on that. Getting right into that. I did think the intake was... Well, I did think the, the oil leak was coming from the oil cooler, but if that oil cooler gasket was... Well, if the housing gasket was leaking, it wouldn't be leaking oil. It would be leaking coolant. So, it's it's not that. If it was... If the oil cooler was leaking, it would be leaking into the coolant, and you'd pick that up, you'd pick up those signs in the coolant. None of that. The cooling system is Mickey Mouse. Apart from the temperature gauge that I don't trust, but I trust the cooling system. I know it works, and the cooling system isn't complicated on these old girls at all. All right, moving up to 110 now. It's going well. No one does 110 along here, everyone does about 120. And while this thing can do 120, it's just, it's more comfortable just doing 110. You know, we're doing 110 at 2,400 RPM. Well, the, the speedometer isn't accurate, so it's reading 120 at the moment, so we'd actually be doing 115 which isn't a complete offence, it's a little bit over, but yeah, that uh, speedometer does bounce, the needle bounces around a lot, I've got to fix that, I know how to fix that, I've just got to get the little nylon gear and replace it, uh, 2400 RPM at what we can probably say is 115, 110, 115, really happy with those revs. So you're basically only halfway up the um, taco. Now obviously it really doesn't rev out much past three and a half. So you're in a very safe area. Now obviously if you're going to be doing 110, 115 all the time, you might want to put uh, bigger tyres or just bigger, uh, what, taller diff ratio in it so many things you can do there uh, actually my mate Dylan uh, he's one of the twins you would have seen him on my brother's channel Intense Off Road occasionally just bought himself a very nice uh, I think it's a KUN 26 Hilux or 2012 um, uh, 1KD FTV 3 litre turbo diesel common rail turbo very nice all cars have their problems, but this one has been really well looked after and it's got some tasty modifications. I'll do a walk around for you. But we do suspect that has taller diff ratios because you're doing 70Ks in fourth and it's laboring. No, you're doing 70Ks in third. Yeah, so you drop down to third. That's where you want to be. You want to be doing 70Ks in third. So, you know, we haven't even tested it out on the highway yet, but I imagine because first is quite tall as well so you know you do have to clutch it a fair bit yeah so I thought it was the oil cooler cover at first upon closer inspection it it really does seem that it's the intake manifold gasket 
it's not something that you want leaking. No, these these old engines are supposed to breathe a lot. You know, the tolerances are nowhere near as tight as engines these days. They're built tighter tolerances for running thinner oils. Just got to overtake some little... Looks like a Mazda 2 or something, Mazda 1. I don't know, Mazda 0.5. The thing's tiny. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, got to fix that up. And look, if the intake covers are off and the intake injector lines are off, then I might as well do the oil cooler housing. Uh, that's That was my thoughts. If the intake cover... If the rocket cover gasket is off, if all the intake plenums are off, you know, the crossover pipes for the turbo and all that, if all that's off and the injector lines and everything, I thought I might as well do the oil cooler gasket but uh, a person I trust has said, no, look, if it, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know, you can always go back next time and you'll know how to do it because you've already taken them all off. And look, if you start going by the notion of the why we, while we're here, we might as well, you end up doing a complete engine rebuild and, yeah, you, you just, it never stops. So really, you know, only need to do what needs to be done. And there's no sign of that oil cooler housing leaking at all. A lot of cars on the road tonight. We've just come out of a lockdown, so everyone's out and about. So talking about these boxes for the rear, these storage compartments for the systems we're putting in. Um, I've loved doing it myself. I'd do it again if I had to, but I've already I've already done them now, so I don't have to do them again. Uh, I've made a lot of mistakes, yeah. But I mean, that's what I'm about, you know. Make some mistakes, you know. Have a go, and uh, you know, do it yourself and learn something learn something new about yourself, you know. Making mistakes is the only way to learn, because I I can't sit down and have somebody tell me this is the way you do something because it says it right here on this in this book or whatever yeah I'm, I'm not buying it you know that's my mindset I'm like well I mean what just because it says so on this in this book I just I'm sorry I, I need to see it I need to be hands-on I need to see how something works I have no interest in being a carpenter, but I really, really have enjoyed working with wood instead of metal. You know, I come from a metalworking background, and uh, I've really enjoyed working with wood. So, yeah, the cabinets have been been great fun. Taken a long time. I, you know, there have been times where I've worked on them for days on end, and then times where I haven't touched them for a week or so. That's just life, you know. Life gets in the way. And that's fine, you know. We're all just chipping away at things. I know you've all got things you're working on as well. Otherwise, you probably wouldn't be listening to this. And, you know, that's part of being a man. Well, being a person, being a human, you've got other responsibilities that you need to take care of as well.
we've had a one at a funeral in there and a couple of lockdowns well lockdowns are my best time i get so much done in lockdowns and i i do get very worn out by being social you know some people recharge by being social but for me it really drains me that's why i like to go off out in the bush on my own that's how i get a recharge so you know takes all sorts to make this world go around now with the sound system uh, obviously we'll do a much more in-depth podcast and video on the sound system I have the subwoofer on order because that's the part where you have to make it a cabinet for that really has to be precise and that's part of the storage cabinets I've been making up in the back. Right next to that is a subwoofer compartment that sort of blends in and it all it's going to look very nice. Um, so I've got the subwoofer on the way. Just a nice 10-inch, a good quality 10-inch, shallow 10-inch. Because we're not going for... I don't listen to a lot of rap or SPL type music and I I listen to a lot of orchestral stuff a lot of instrumental stuff and I I do like a solid you know kick drum not so much bass but good solid kick drum that's why we thought a 10 inch would be good because you can get a bit of both worlds so if you want a bit of rumble you can get some rumble what I'm aiming for with this build well oh, I hate the word build it's just so generic I mean I haven't built this vehicle I just gave it the love it needs yeah so what I'm aiming for with this vehicle my goals are to you know to to drive it and when you arrive at your destination you feel well rested instead of feeling like you've had to wrestle an alligator to get to where you want to go and it's slowly getting there. The suspension is still very stiff. We haven't yet, well, it's, it's, we haven't had enough weight on it to actually get the suspension to wear in properly. But the troubling fact is, it's never going to have a lot of weight in it. It's n that's not what me or my peers aim for our vehicles. We don't want them looking like monster trucks. We want to traverse this land like if you, if you need a, a monster truck build to get over obstacles that's probably saying that that land needs rest so that's the idea behind where me and a lot of my peers take their vehicle it's, it's more maintenance than modifications a couple of light modifications here and there but we don't want our stuff to be saying look at me and drawing a whole bunch of attention we don't want to be drawing attention to what we do because we are going to places that if they get too much attention they will get worn out and if you don't know what I mean by that you're probably one of the people that should steer clear from those areas Um, and that's, that's why you, you'll know a lot of us talk about the places we go. We won't actually say names or destinations. 
because that's how bad it has become. So with this vehicle, we're aiming to arrive well-rested. A big part of that is suspension. So we've got new suspension on this, and I have to say, uh, nobody is loving it. It's a reputable brand, um, but look, I'm, I'm not about to bag the brand because there are, so we've replaced the shock absorbers and the leaf spring setup with this brand, same brand shocks and leaves, but we haven't used their brand of shackles, so that's the next thing I want to do. Um, and it's just, it'll be handy having some greasable shackles because you've always got to grease this shit anyway. So, yeah, got to get some shackles. And I was looking at those comfort shackles, also known as G shackles, but you can't find them for this make of vehicle. You can find them for, you know, dual cab, two-wheel drive, you know, tray back work utes, but you can't actually find them for a 60 series. I mean, look them up. They're called comfort shackles or G shackles, and it's or double shackles. So it's it's one shackle hanging down that hangs in place and it doesn't move, and then at the bottom of that shackle, there's an, there's another little hinge on it, and the leaf spring attaches to the end of that hinge. And I've seen videos of it in action compared to a standard leaf spring shackle, and I, was, I can see how that might work. But until it, uh, until I find one that is actually re- says it's recommended for a 60 series, I'm not going to go near it because you know how insurance companies can get. You don't want to mess with that. So best off going for one brand for everything. And I mean, especially with suspension, if you've got that one brand of... Uh, shock absorber and the same brand leaf springs then you'd think obviously that brand of shackle is the best suit for it and people can do all sorts of things you know you you don't always have to get the same brand of everything you know you can mix and match but I do think in this situation I am probably best off going with the same brand of shackles and they are a well-known brand so um Suspension, that's ongoing, and you'll know anyone with a with a leaf sprung vehicle. Suspension mods are always ongoing. Uh, we're not going to add, you know, uh, load rated springs because it just doesn't need it. And if we got to the point where we needed load rated springs, we would instead get airbags because it's never going to be a huge load. It might occasionally tow a trailer with some firewood. That's it. But look, plans may change in the future. You never know. All of a sudden, you got yourself a family and all that, and you want to get a camper trailer, fair enough. But that's not me. So, you know, for now, we just want to get a riding nice in a stock form. And I've seen a lot of people, you know, get a hold of an old 60 series and they'll chuck 35s on it and all this sort of stuff. So, yeah, cool. If if you want it to look like that, yeah, that's, that's fine. But... Um, I want this particular vehicle to look quite original. And I know I say that a lot. Uh, i got to keep reminding myself because you're, everyone's surrounded by 
mud terrain tires and they never even see mud and huge lifts and well I mean I've never I've never once well, I've I've driven mostly stock four-wheel drives and I've never once driven a stock four-wheel drive on a track that I want to go down and thought I need lift to get through here you know I I usually think look if, if I need to modify my vehicle to get through there what is through there that I need to get to and does a vehicle need to go there if it's just up the top of a hill I'll park the vehicle at the bottom and I'll take my pack and I'll walk to the top of the hill and that's fun I love it uh, but sitting down in a vehicle all day driving it everywhere I mean I almost feel like people who find that fun are people who, I don't know, maybe haven't done a lot of adrenaline sports or stuff as a kid, so they've never really experienced anything better. So, um, you know, they get off-road and they're driving this vehicle and they like to feel a little bit of a um, bit of a thrill putting it in some tight areas and some risky places. But, I mean, I grew up playing footy, basketball, BMX, taekwondo, motocross, boxing... You know, so uh, this, and not all at the same time, let me add it, it was just one after the other. Um, so, you know, going off road for fun really doesn't, well, going off road for the sake of going, I hear it, you know, in quotation marks, I hear it called wheeling. I, I don't know where that came from, but um, apparently people like to just go out and drive their four wheel drives with no purpose just to go and you know slip the wheels and you know drive some ruts and I've seen these ruts sorry I'm going on another another conservationalist rant uh, yeah look uh, at the end of the day sound system okay that's a big thing for arriving well well rested whether you like to listen to some metal or if you like to listen to some whale songs I don't know, or metal whale songs. All right, I've, I'm going to... Nobody take that idea, that's mine. Okay, I've, that's, I've just thought of that, that's mine. All right, don't you dare steal that one. That's bloody... That's a magnificent idea. That just sounds like art. Um, yeah, so the sound system, nothing major. So subwoofer in the back... Uh, speaker pods up in the factory location because this is a high roof 60 series so they had them up in the back in the roof section there uh, make them out of nice jarrah which is a local hardwood to this area jarrah is the indigenous name for the wood uh, you're not going to well, once in colonial days they called it swamp river uh, no swan river mahogany um if you'll never be you'll never hear that again only for historic purposes uh, purposes so it's called Jarrah I'd love to make some really nice speaker compartments out of that and then in the front doors uh, the same thing make it out of Jarrah second hand Jarrah so old Jarrah floorboards would be perfect that have come out of an old house or something that'd be ideal not a crazy system it's going to be well balanced good quality but nothing crazy because all the hard work's been done all the sound deadening yeah at the moment she's loud because all those rear panels in the back have been taken out 
but the proof is in the pudding. Uh, yeah, what else can I say? What else is good? Um, yeah, the, well, the hardest stuff is done. The roof liner is done. That was a pain in the ass. Dash has to come back out. Um, well, just the fascia. And just to rig up all the wiring behind there and some of the lighting doesn't work. I have to replace a backlight in the actual speedo. So I might as well... Know, fix up the speedo and replace that gear that's worn in there which makes the needle wobble so got to do that so there's always a list nothing crazy I speak to some people and it's not a list of maintenance it's just a list of pure mods I want to hear people's maintenance list I want to hear your basic stuff you know when I say hey so what's your list if you'd be like yeah look the oil and filter is due in about 5,000 fantastic you want to do that yourself or is it under warranty and you've got to get someone else to do it? Whatever, I just want to hear that conversation. You know, or have you had to get your windscreen done? So far I haven't actually seen any of my mates, you know, replace a windscreen by themselves, but I'm sure it, sure it can be done. we got the old poor man's cruise control on this, which... You know, works fine. So it's just your throttle cable holder. Just that little knob down to the right-hand side. I'm not sure if the FJ60s and 62s have them um, in America on your left-hand side ones and in other countries where it's left-hand side. Uh, left-hand drive, I mean. If it's on the right or if it's on the left, I don't know. I'm not sure if everything is mirror, uh, mirror image or just the position. But, um, yeah, what else is good? Uh, yeah, other than that, the tyres are doing well. They're pumped up quite hard at the moment. Look, I'd say they're about 38 PSI went cold, so, you know, might get up to around 40-odd at cruising speeds. So quite hard because I'm trying to get that suspension to work. If there's too much shock absorbing going on in the tyres, then I can't get my suspension to bed in properly. It's been about 10,000 Ks on the suspension now. And no sign of it becoming any softer. So, and there's really only going to be about 100 kilos of travel weight in this thing, ever. Uh, I've got to put the rear tow bar back on. I've got to, you know, uh, sandblast that, repaint it. Uh, I want to add... A, well I was thinking of adding a swing away um, spare wheel carrier but n not for a spare wheel but for a bin to carry a bin but I've found some ways around that so I'm just going to put the tow bar back on put a little voltage reducer in there so that I can tow trailers without blowing up the brake lights because you know 24 volt vehicle towing a trailer blows the brake lights um, yeah so I'll do that and that tow bar weighs about 50 kilos I'm not even joking uh, got to get the winch done and that's a day job I just I've got more I've got to get the electrical done first because you know snatch straps all that sort of thing we've got that 
but before snatch straps it was winches so you know it's it's not essential but it is a handy thing to have and it's super novelty because it's the factory winch and I mean I'm gonna hang on to that as long as I can and do whatever it takes to keep that working um, in the hiking world obviously uh, you don't want this to stick out like a sore thumb or like a giant gold beacon that looks like it's got a bunch of expensive stuff on it because you leave it places and you go hiking so really don't want it to be saying look at me <laughs> and uh, my brother was saying yeah but because it's in such original condition everyone's looking at it oh looks big camera oh yeah well I wasn't speeding so that's good um, he's like yeah look it's in such original condition everyone's looking at it because they're like oh you just don't see those in such, or such original condition and so now I get super anxious because I don't like people looking at it well, I don't like people looking at me either but um, you know uh, you have to make sacrifices so you know everyone's got their struggles mine is I don't um, I don't like attention that much that's why I thought you know I put the attention on the car I don't mind the car getting attention yeah if I'm driving the car as long as I've got darkish tint so they so so at least I can you know feel a bit of privacy there that'd be nice because I mean we all like our privacy um, yeah anyway coming into town now so um We'll see what we can make of this episode, if we got anything in there. Otherwise, catch you very soon. See ya.